Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're watching Leafs Morning Tape. With host Nick Alberta and former NHLer Jay Rosehill. The show starts now. Oh, sigh. Today should have been the day that Mike Babcock returned to Scotiabank Arena. Yet here we are. It's Nick Alberga and Jay Rosal for the Thursday edition of Least Morning Take presented by Botano. I'm sad about that, Rosie. It would have been nice. Yep, he's definitely not going to be there. <laughs> Can confirm that. And it would have been a nice back-to-back of like revenge games, right? You had this one and then Kyle Dubas and uh, Jason Spezza coming back on Saturday, right? Yeah, that would have been neat. I mean, I don't know. It's never usually uh, pans out to the to the hype. If you want to hype it up beforehand, like we already played Dubas, it was a, a nothing deal. Nobody talked to him. He comes in the bay. He's busy. Everyone's busy. It's just business as usual. And I don't know. I think when guys are in the game long enough, they don't. Uh, you know, it becomes another game when you play somewhere that you used to be. Maybe a little bit more than that, but you know what I'm saying. Nola Charia, hopefully he gets his video tribute for his like 15 games as a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs. In fact, I think he could even be banged up right now. But man, just thinking last night, putting the show together again, <clears throat> Mike Babcock, literally like, I don't know how he fucked it up or he didn't make it to, to one game, man. Like it's to me, it's still surreal talking about it like three months after the fact that like, dude, just don't say anything. Don't do any weird shit. And you're going to coach again in the NHL. And he couldn't even make it to the first game of the season. And effectively just ruined the year for Columbus. Like they, they've been dreadful. They're nine, 16 and five, 23 point. Like it's, it, it's such a weird story, but it's very Mike Babcock. But at least Johnny Goudreau gets to be closer to his mama, mama, <laughs> mama, Johnny G. Fuck. I'm not, I don't miss that guy in Calgary, even though they're struggling, man, he's such a puss, but whatever. Yeah. They're a dumpster fire, man. And, <laughs> Lots of different ways why. I mean, you look at their lineup, they should be better. But just, you know, distractions have taken over, I guess. It took three minutes for Jay Rosal to bring up Johnny Goodrow. If you're an active listener or viewer of this show, there are two athletes Jay Rosal hates. Johnny Goodrow one, number two, LeBron James, right? (laughs) Yes. LeBron more than I don't dislike Johnny as much as uh, I strongly dislike LeBron. But, Man, the uh, NBA is so wild. Did you see what happened last night? There's a variety of things that have happened in the last three days. Like Draymond Green is is suspended indefinitely for like his 17th technical of the year. And then Giannis crazy. is at the Kupo. Did you see that last night with Giannis? No, I saw Green. That was unbelievable. But I didn't see what Giannis happened. So... To preference this clip, uh, Giannis got a career-high, franchise-high 64 points, and he somehow got word that the Indiana Pacers, I believe, who they were playing, stole the game ball. So he lost his mind and ran into the room, a la like John Tortorella, Shane O'Brien back in the day, only to find out that the game ball was given from the referee uh, to a team security guard. So they had the ball the whole time, but it's so NBA. Like, imagine this shit happened in the NHL. Imagine an NHL or like, isn't he like the reigning MVP? Yeah, man. <laughs> like imagine McDavid has a good game <laughs> celebrating with his teammates. 
Someone talks to him. He sprints to the other tunnel of the other team, blows the doors off that thing, and just goes flying down the hallway looking for the game puck. <laughs> it would just be like everyone would be in shock. No one, would, everyone would think they were dreaming. But the NBA is just special, man. <laughs> Dude, it's it it's outrageous. Some of the stuff coming from that league right now, like man, I don't know. You don't even watch basketball. They have like an in season tournament now. Yeah, I saw that. And guess who won? LeBron and they're acting like they won. I, I don't they're know. They're raising what, what. a banner. They're like they're talking about doing a parade. I'm like, what are we doing, man? <laughs> what was the format? Like how many like it was just like a, a European hockey thing where you have like the Champions League within the the regular league, like that type of deal. Pretty much. Man, I watch basketball and I had no fucking clue what was going on. Like it's it's pretty much an effort, a calculated effort by the NBA to get eyes glued on the TV in the month of November and the beginning of December before the NBA season starts for real, as we all say, Christmas Day with the juggernaut games. Like it I get the outside the box approach, but A, I think it's ridiculous that the LA Lakers somehow found a way to win this and that they're raising a banner. Like it's it's so LeBron James. Like I love the guy. I think he's the He's obviously there with Jordan at this this point in his career, but like some of the stuff in the NBA is just outrageous. It's wild. Um, it's wild. It's wild. Do you see him come in to watch Bronny? Is uh, his kid? Oh. He was playing in like a show barn, and he had his kids with him and stuff. But fine, they're like not like they're two years old. He comes in. The anthem is literally playing. He just comes and sits right down, like the whole barn standing. He sits right down, like. <laughs> Don't yeah, LeBron. Make sure you throw the middle fingers up to the the outfit that made you a billionaire. You <laughs> pretty crazy, man. If Bronny James Jr. is coming and and watching the clips from his first college game, holy shit, he looks pretty decent. Don't forget, he's in his first college basketball, and you know LeBron's gonna stick around so he can play with this kid. It's all about LeBron. But again, outrageous times in the NBA. But unfortunately, we're not here to talk about the NBA. We're here to talk about the Leafs and the NHL. At the Leafs Nation oh, yeah. 401 on YouTube, where you could subscribe, like, leave us a review. Leafs Morning Take is a search where you, uh, you know, wherever you check your podcast, just search that and we'll pop up. And I should mention as well, bring on the team spirit, just like LeBron. Unleash your inner MVP with the game-changing varsity collection from Nation Gear. Embrace the winning spirit by repping your favorite team with pride. Shop the varsity collection and more at nationgear.ca. And I uh, should also mention coming up on the show in about 15 from now, Nick Kiprios, former Toronto Maple Leaf, former New York Ranger, uh, now the host of Real Kipper and Born on Sportsnet 5.9 of the Fan. He's coming up in about 15 here, Rosie. Yeah, good show. I like the way they break it down. It's a couple of good shows out of there. Nothing that kind of comes up to this level of Leafs Morning Take. I mean, they're out there. They're trying. They're grinding. And they're putting their best foot forward. So, you know, you got to applaud them for that. The great thing about Toronto, there's a market for everybody and anyone. If you if you want to look at graphs and charts all day, you can do that. If you want to listen to Rosie Chirp, Johnny Goodrow, you can do that here on this podcast. So we appreciate everybody tuning in and the ones who don't as well. Brought to you by DoorDash. It's time for the appetizer for a limited time. Our listeners can get 25% off up to $10 in value and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app, enter code NATION25. That's code NATION25. Uppercase, 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Offer valid in Canada, Canada. Subject to change. Terms apply. So first and foremost, round of applause. Fraser Minton, former guest like a month ago of this show, and Easton Cowan, both making Team Canada. They're off to Sweden tomorrow, by the way. And uh, Canada's looking for a third consecutive gold medal. It's pretty quasi- yeah. uh, crazy how quickly the bromance has started between these two. It's very like Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, where like a... In a short beat, like they're their best friends. I love it. Look at the boys. 
Dude, Cowan looks like he's seven. That's just a, like a crazy pick or whatever, though. I thought he looked no. a little older. He looks different in his bucket, but um, pretty cool. Those dudes, I like how they're gelling already. There's, you know, you, there's reason to believe they they could play together for a long time on the Maple Leafs. And uh, I just think that that Team Canada thing, uh, you know, playing World Jays and, and oh, yeah. the guys that I know that have done it, it's something that made a, a lasting impression on them something they never forget something that they always have like a feather in their cap that they're always like um you know attributed to and and guys that didn't even make it to the nhl guys that didn't have careers that they are long lasting it it it's still like but remember world juniors when he blah 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 blah, blah. and it's uh it's pretty special to see those guys in all their swag and their garb and they're on they're on an airplane. Where the hell are they going? It's just wicked. Are they headed over already? Hey, that's so cool. It's starting up. I got to get uh, I got to get in the world junior mindset right now, man. It's, it, I don't know what it is, but maybe as we get older, like you look at pictures, like I don't know if you saw the pic of that 14 year old who plays in the dub. He looks like he's six years old. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the things kids eat these days or lack thereof. But like, is it is it just more us getting old or are these kids looking younger and younger by the year? Like, I would think, I would assume it's that we're getting old. But, dude, I remember, like, looking at junior Dude, guys had full-grown mustaches in high school, man. Dude, full-grown beards. I remember junior players having beards. Like, they're all bearded and, like, square-jawed big dudes. And now they're just like, yeah. Like, they're just like, (laughs) meh. And it's just like, what the hell? Like, they're super skilled and fantastic and good people and everything. But I'm like, why don't they look like men anymore? And, I mean, the only thing I can say is, it must be because I'm getting old, but I remember facial hair on like all the Red Deer Rebels when I would go watch yeah, and the Calgary Hitmen and the and the old Grizzlies. I was just like, wow, these are they're big burly men and they're just not anymore. I don't know, maybe uh something in the vitamins, something in the water. Let's get our let's get our tinfoil hats on and figure this out. Why do these kids not look like burly men anymore? Man, I remember showing up the summer of grade eight to grade nine. I show up and I couldn't believe it, some of the kids, man mustaches beards i had the chin strap already going like and now you look at some of these guys you'd be lucky for them to have seven pairs of facial hair like it and again maybe there are kids in these high schools that were we're just not seeing them play hockey where they got full full beards in grade nine but like it just seems like some of these guys like you know when you get to grade nine there's always a couple kids where you're like holy shit man like are you still in grade five then there's some who look like they're they're in varsity already like they're in college like so Maybe we're just seeing those ones, uh, the younger ones, play hockey. That's my logical answer. I don't know. Yeah, the rule of thumb would be nowadays is that they all look like they're 10. You look across an NHL bench, it didn't look like that. And and I know the league is younger. I understand like an 18-year-old hardly existed, you know, 20, 30 years ago. But just seems odd. And, you know, maybe just uh, the time and the effort these kids put into practice and all the extra preparation that goes on behind the scenes, they're able to get there younger. But like even... I don't know. We should get a we should get a uh, a comparison going. Guys in the NHL who look like men and guys in the NHL who look like boys, and just see where it stacks up. If you want to figure out if somebody's European, uh, just facial hair, chest hair, all that. I mean, we get it at like seven years old. So maybe that's the key: is that you got to be European, and maybe the hair will come in because some of these kids aren't growing. But again, probably one of our best conversations on this show, bar none, because that was I saw that picture too, and I'm like, there's no way. One of those guys played in the show for four or five games. There's no way one guy almost made the team at a training camp. There's no way. I thought Cowan was like his little brother, man, because on <laughs> with his helmet on, I didn't think he looked that uh, that young. But Jesus, are these kids looking young? But uh, good for them, man. They're doing <laughs> special things. It's nice to see some uh, some future buds on that World J team, man. That's a pretty special deal. 
I'm getting ch- chirped in the chat. I, 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 I don't feel old. I really don't. But some of the shit I see these days, I'm like, man, I was telling my dad the other day, like, I find more and more I'm telling those stories like back in my day. And I'm like, fuck, I'm only like mid thirties. Like it's, I don't know. Quick boy. Yeah. I'm staring in the barrel. I'm, I'm staring 40 down here. I'm 38. And it's like, uh, you know, a decade goes by so quick. And then like another one of those, once I turn 40, another quick decade and I'm 50, like my dad's 50, even though he's like, no, he's like 66. And it's like, what the hell's going on? And I remember when my dad turned 40 and it was like, I remember the party. Like I remember it. And he was an old dude. So it's crazy. crazy, But, uh, Hey, we're still cool. We're still hip. We're still doing it out there. You think kids watch our show like 18 year olds and like, man, these guys are fucking losers. Look at these washed up dusters. No, I think we're cool. You just got to you just got to keep that beard going, man. Hold it down for us. I don't got much going on. James writes in. I'm old and I've never had facial hair unhygienic. I have no fucking clue what that means. So I can see your greasy stash in junior high, though, Nick, your little talking like an Body. Italian man I had the, the chin strap man the only thing I was missing was the Italian like bra strap that the details wear that's all I was missing in my get up you you know what's keeping us young is uh Aaron our producer he's he's still hip he's still down he's hitting the vape in the morning and kind of like talking yeah. in some slang turn about some sick skis and uh what's what's the word of the year this year um damn it it means like mid no, it's uh Riz. 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 You got the Riz. You got the Riz. Riz yo. baby. Got uh, the Riz in. Love it. <laughs> Kids Let's these days. Our show before we lose all of our fans. Yeah, true, true. No, but that that's the big thing today. People can't write out the full words, so we've short formed everything. But anyways, I digress. So, that, I Wendy's like is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year with the Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. Sign up to play the daily face-off survival pool to win weekly prizes like the new chicken strips and French toast sticks from Wendy's and the Wendy's app. Head on over to dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. That's dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com to play today. So it's the Leafs and Jackets. Uh, what do you think I'm going to say about this game? You've worked with me long enough. I think you think it's going to be an auto loss sleeper game where they assume they're going to win. Don't come prepared and get shellacked. You know me very well. Um, Everybody in the chat is speculating that too. I want to see the Leafs hammer the shit out of the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. Like if I had one holiday wish, that would be it. Um, The emotional release of winning on Broadway, the JT game like this, this has scheduled loss written all over it. I hate it, man. I hate it. Well, I am opening up my Botano account as we speak. (laughs) Love it. Boop, boop. Maple Leafs, Columbo, Blue Jays. Minus 260 on the money line. Okay, I'm doing it on principle <laughs> alone. Wham. Dude, I hate, how they make it, I hate how they make it so you can't bet on the Leafs. You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. would anybody take that juice number? It sucks because I want to bet on the Leafs all the time, but it's yeah. so juiced. And it's like it's like Tiger Woods when, they, uh, when, when he's playing. It's like, dude, do you know how realistic it is for him to win but his money is just ridiculous because so many people are betting on them it's just it's just uh the market that we're in but yeah i mean god damn i i barely get my money back if i win that bet but i'm doing it on principle i think the leafs are going to come out i think they've found something i think they have character you can clip this clip they're mature i mean all the reason in the world to get shellacked in new york and i know it's for different reasons but they're flying high. They found something. And Matthews is hot. Marners has found something. David Camp is hot for crying out loud. Money's on the Leafs. 
I like that. And then you can put it in my face if that happens, because again, I, I think if you're looking again, we'll go over Botano actually later on, but yeah, you can put it in my face tomorrow for sure. I just, we've seen this episode way too many times in the sleeves team, but again, it'll be curious. Uh, I do think it's somewhat of a trap game. They're on a seven game point streak though, Rosie, you got to give them an applaud. I mean, they're playing really, really well right now. Uh, five Oh and two in their last seven points in 11 of 12. So you have reason to to place a bet like that because the Leafs have to be feeling pretty damn good about themselves right now, right? I think so, man. I mean, like I said, they've they're finding something. Guys are hot. Um, this team ebbs and flows. They go up and down, and I hope that that. Uh, I'm not sure what the ebb or the flow is. The top there. I, mean, I guess the 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 flow or is that what's the high point? They're at the high point of the ebbing and flowing, and sure. the reason to believe they should get going. I hope that it's not starts to ebb or starts to flow by losing to the goddamn Columbus Blue Jackets and it snafus all their momentum that they got going on right now. But I don't know. I think it's time. You know, we're looking at Christmas here. It's coming down the barrel. And I think these guys are, you know, they need to start hitting their stride and, and stop doing that silly stuff. And I mean, if they, they could still lose the game tonight, but I just don't want them. I just don't want that to happen in a fashion that it's happened in the past with their losses to, you know, Phoenix and Chicago and San Jose and this and that. It's like, my God, I hope it's not one of those real stinkers. Um, anyone can lose to anyone in this league, as we've said, but I hope they show up. And I think there's reason to believe that they will. And my money's you know gonna, on. Yeah. Your money's on the Leafs. And you know, what's going to happen is Johnny Goodrow is going to net a hat trick in a Columbus. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Imagine. I'd be, I would be eating crow tomorrow, but Hey, <laughs> things happen, man. I just believe that's all I'm saying. I believe I believe you believe very, very well done. So it's the Leafs and the jackets. The following interview is brought to you by our friends over at battlegrounds, ax throwing, Book your holiday party now and snag exclusive Boxing Day and Break Week rates. To find a location and book your event, go to battlegrounds.com. Excuse me, battlegrounds.com is where you go. Uh, We bring in uh, the one and only now Nick Kiprios from Sportsnet, former Toronto Maple Leaf. Uh, Kipper, thank you so much uh, for doing this. Actually, we're going to get him in mere moments here. I believe his audio. Um, One second, excuse me. I didn't read the screen. My bad. So we're going to get Kipper in mere moments. Uh, But you look at this game specifically. I don't think we have a starting goalie just yet, Rosie, but uh, who, who do you think should get the call? I think it's going to be Sammy. Do you? I mean, I'm going to go yeah. against the grain on you here. And uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. We, they've been doing weird things. They've been going backwards. I mean, they go Sammy with the first one of this weekend and then go against the grain on uh, against the, uh, against the Rangers. So I don't know. It's kind of a coin toss, but uh you think Sammy, imagine they'll want to get him back in there. He's been sitting, he's been waiting, he's been watching, and you know he's the number one guy right now. So, uh, yeah, they'll probably go Sammy. We're going to find out in uh, mere moments, uh, and uh, I believe, I guess, seeing a tweet from David Alter, Ilya Samsonov is doing his usual starters routine as the projected starter. So there's your answer. It's going to be Ilya Samsonov. But that poses the bigger question. I don't even think it's a question, man. I, I think you have to ride Ilya Samsonov right now. And granted, I didn't think he oh, yeah. was particularly good against the Islanders, but it's more so uh, about getting reps. And the other thing I think to keep in mind too is, as I mentioned, I think on the show the other day, was that I think if if Jones makes nine appearances or something like that, he has to go through waivers to go back down to the AHL when Wool comes back. And I think the Leafs are going to be very cognizant of that. Oh, so if he plays nine... Yeah, Stress, like not dresses, but starts or plays Correct. or appears. Mm. Yeah, not appearances. Uh, just on the bench as well. Sorry. 
No, he's got to be in the game, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. So they'll be cognizant of that. Uh, depends on what the timeline will be like. Those high ankle sprains uh, that Wolsey's got, they can last a while, man. I remember some... It's it's a goaltender specific. I, I just think the the style they have to play, the positions they get in, the skates they wear, I think they're prone to the high ankle sprains. And I've seen them last a long time where guys are like, fuck, it'd be better off if you broke your ankle, dude, because this is, this is ridiculous. And uh, they can be really sketchy. So... If that were to happen, you don't want to get in a jam where all of a sudden you lose, you know, Jonesy on uh, on waivers. Like we had the, you know, the the potential of that happening early season, and there was some pretty neat contract work to make sure that they didn't lose him with some bonuses being due and game all the all that fancy stuff in the background. So it's nice we have him, and lo and behold, we need him, and he has stood up and proven that he is worthwhile and that he is worth having, but. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to get yourself in a jam with uh, losing him again, getting uh, salary cap problems going on with him being up and trying to move guys around. So, yeah, I imagine and all the more reason to run, run Sammy too. like you said, he's he came back hot, looked really sharp. Then Stutter stepped a bit, but he hasn't played a lot this year. I think he's going to need to get a bunch of reps to find that that hot spot that we know we can get into. We're going to get a uh, second game of Noah Gregor on the top line. Matthew Nyes will miss a second game tonight as he recovers from illness, back skating, but not 100%. That's probably the right call. I mean, there's no need to rush anybody back. And on top of that, I'm happy to see Noah Gregor get another shot here on the top line. Like, I think he, you know, to an extent, he looked out of place a bit the other night. But the one thing that has been omnipresent since day one is his speed, man. This guy has to be one of the fastest Leafs of all time, bar none. Like, I'm not kidding. He is that fast. (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty fast. That's pretty damn fast. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, w- if I were him, I'd be, uh, I'd be out there early working with those guys and, and seeing their tendencies. I'd be watching game tape, like of, of what their wingers have been doing in the past about what works, like where, how does the play develop when those guys score in their favorite spots and just really paying attention to what these guys want. Cause at the end of the day, it Noah's not just going to go out there and play his game. He's going to have to adapt to play with these guys to have success. And they're going to want and expect certain things out of him. So I'd be talking to them. I'd be in their ear. I'd be on the ice with them early and late, uh, working on some of those uh, tendencies. And at the end of the day, I think they're going to want him to absolutely jump on pucks with his speed and get it in the hands. And <laughs> I've talked to guys like that before. And like, say you talk to Phil Castle about, this or that, or you pick his brain and you think he's just going to have this like scientific approach to it. And he's like, I don't know, just get me the fucking puck, you know? And it's like, okay, that makes sense. And I could see him doing that. Uh, talking to Noah Gregor, just being like, buddy, use your speed, get the puck, get it in my hands and, and I'll do the rest. Nick Kiprios uh, now joins us. Kipper, thank you so much for doing this. And we were just talking about uh, Noah Gregor. Uh, looks like he's going to be in the top line again. Is it easier or harder to play with star players when you're a guy who plays in the bottom six? Oh, hard, hard, 100%. Um, and it's just, it, it really comes back to how secure you feel about your game or how much more you think you need to change to accommodate uh, better players. And um, it, it's a bit of a tug of war on on how far you want to push the envelope to get them the puck or to make them feel like you belong. And uh I think I saw a little bit of that with, with Gregor the other day in New York, but there's no question that he's got tremendous speed and he can shoot the puck and you just want to simplify it as much as you can without taking too much away from your, your star players in New York I had a chance to play with the great Alex Kovalev on a few occasions. And every times when I, I thought I needed to come in and support him and then he'd look at me and go, go away. 
go away. I, I, I like my one-on-one situations here. I don't need your help. And I'm like, hey, okay, no problem at all. Uh, but that's really, uh, got, you, you got to have a secure feeling on, on, on how far you think you need to get to, to, to appease your, your teammates. And then sometimes every once in a while, you got to look at the, your star players and go, Hey, I'm dumping it in deep and I'm chasing it hmm. just to be on the safe side. Love it. Kipper. Thanks for joining us. I know you pampered TV guys sometimes struggle with the webcams and whatnot. <laughs> so I'm glad you just, made her, but just, uh, just Justin Bourne and Elliot Friedman, not me. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, I wanted to ask you, like we were talking before you got on here, like this team has a tendency to shit the bed against like Chicago. And then when their backs against the wall facing adversity, they got two guys out and their third string goalie and they're on a back to back and, and then they pull out one of their best games of the season. What is it about this group that constantly kind of goes against the grain in those odd ways? Yeah. Listen, um, at the end of the day, I'll, I'll, I'll put, I'll put the finger on the leadership group, Rosie, and and say that uh, you know when you when you go into a situ- situation uh, against a, a lower opponent, that's when your stars have to pull the rest of the team up. And I look at uh, you know Austin Matthews in the last couple of weeks, and his game's changed. I think his focus has changed, his effort has changed, and now he's starting to look like the uh, the, the great player that he is. Um, and it's up to him, Mitch Marner, Morgan Riley, to put an end to all that, to say those yeah. days are over where we're giving up easy points to the likes of Montreal and, and Columbus and, and Arizona, although Arizona has been much better this year. Uh, yeah. But it has to be led by example. You want to see that same effort and intensity and focus out of Austin Matthews tonight than you did in New York. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Is it, it just, to me, it's hard to quantify why this continues to happen. Like, and, and maybe it's the unpredictability around this team. I mean, you guys play in the league, Kipper, like do you have any clue why this seems to happen to the Leafs or is it something that we just look at because we cover the Leafs and it happens around the league? Well, you know, I, no, there, there's, there's something wrong in terms of your prep or where you are mentally uh, to, to play teams of, of a lesser caliber. And uh, I think it's a maturity. I think at times, 
you know, as, as great as we can talk about how, how special the talent is on the hockey club, there, there are signs of immaturity. Um, and that's where, again, I mean, I'll, I'll go back to what I just said moments ago. That's where your leadership group has to grab the room right by the collar and say, not tonight, guys. We got to treat this as if it's uh, a must win. We have something to prove here that uh, we are ready to go to the next level. And if they don't, if they lay an egg tonight against Columbus, then they plant the seed of doubt in this hockey club for maybe the, uh, the next couple of weeks. And they don't want to do that. I think they've made strides in the last two or three weeks. Austin has. Nylander has, for the most part, this season. Mitchell still score 100 points. Morgan looks better. Like, don't waste. Don't waste the two weeks by blowing it against Columbus tonight. Agreed. Switching gears a little bit, Kipper, down the uh, depth chart. Put your GM hat on or your coaching hat, whoever's making the decisions. If you're in charge, what is your plan with Ryan Reeves? Ryan Reeves, uh, I said it all along that uh, there's there's no reason why you would think Ryan Reeves would be an everyday player. Not at his age, not with the wear and tear. And yeah, there are times when he's slow out there. But you can certainly pick your spots on when to bring him in. And, you know, just having the mere energy around him and, you know, it's been noted and well documented. This guy's energy just isn't on the ice. It's off the ice, too. It's coming into a dressing room, Rosie. We've had those guys before where they oh, yeah. just kind of lighten the room up. They bring the room up. You can feel their energy. You can feel their intensity. Uh, and, and they can make you more aware of, uh, of, of stepping on the ice when something's on the line, i.e. he may be in a fight. He may be in a scrum. He may pull us in in a, a dirtier situation than other players would. So I'm, I'm okay with spot duty on that. If he ends up playing 40 or 50, 50 games, 55, good on you. And if, if it's to the point where a fourth line's rolling Rosie and you want to play him um, in game one of a Stanley cup playoff round. Yeah. He's shown he can do that too, but to sit there and, and say he's an everyday player, I think is unreal, unrealistic. Kipper, I want to get your thoughts on, on Mitch Marner. It really, really has the feel, and you're tapped into this market as much as we are. Um, just the fan base seems to be souring on this guy a bit. Like, you think his perception? You think the perception has changed? Like people are pissed for some reason this year. Eh? Listen, I, I don't think anything's changed to the moment he was drafted. If you follow the narrative, true on when he was drafted. And Babcock wanted a bigger defenseman instead of this little mousy prospect from the London Knights. Um, then you will see a, a, a love-hate relationship with the Leaf fans and, and Mitch Marner for the last six, seven years. I, I don't get it, to be honest with you. I think, and I've, I've called him the engine of this team for a long, long time. I think he's a special player. And he'll be regarded as one of the greatest uh, Leafs in history when it comes to producing points and being up there with the the great leaders of the franchise like Daryl Sittler and and Matt Sundin. But there has always been this love hate narrative with him, and I think it started from day one with Babcock. Um, but in saying that. Uh, I think what's also triggered it a little bit more, Nick, in the last little while is the Willie Nylander situation and 
Can you have two of them in your lineup making 11, 12 million dollars? Does one of them have to go? Mitch Marner has a bad game. He should be traded. Uh, he has a good game. He should be the one staying. Yeah. And this love-hate relationship will continue for Mitch Marner in this city. But you go back and you document his career over the last six years. It's been there since day one. And I don't get it for one second. Hmm. So being as they are what they are and what they've produced in the playoffs, let's say this year all those guys are still here and they do, they don't get it done again in the playoffs. Say they maybe they win around and, and get swept in the second or something like that. Do you do you move forward with that core or do you break it up? And if so, let's leave Tavares out of it. Who are those three? Are you unloading? Well, first of all, Rosie, like rewind a year ago we were having this conversation rewind almost two years ago we were having this conversation so is is this the last this is this the last can uh kick at the can here with this core group outside of Tavares as, as you mentioned listen one of them will have to go I, I I honestly believe that and you know um for for me Mitch Marner is more of a complete player than Willie Nylander he may not be as totally naturally talented as Willie and everybody needs a Willie Nylander uh, in the lineup, but not to the expense where, you know, you've shortchanged your blue line. I I would keep Mitch Marner, but in saying that too, I really believe that with Mitch Marner and two years left on it or one more year left on his deal, he might bring you a higher return. If you traded him, he might bring uh, one or two, top four defense. He might bring you uh, top blue chip prospects. I, I think I think the package to get more back is in the hands of a Mitch Marner than it is a Willie Nylander. But for a 200-foot mm-hmm. player, the, the one that has a conscience for being third man high or coming back hard to defend, for me, it's Mitch Marner all day long I want to keep. What's your read on the Nylander situation? You know, it's very Shohei Otani where like nothing's coming out. It's crazy. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's so weird how like, I wouldn't be shocked Kipper if something just flashed in the wire, like on a Monday morning, we've re-signed Willie Nylander. Like it has that feel where nobody's saying anything, right? Yeah, I, I get that feeling too. And I like him a lot too. I think he's uh, taking his game to another level and he has shown that he is a special talent for sure. Uh, those soft games when he just doesn't show up are far and few compared to what we saw uh, earlier in his career. But again, if you've proven that you cannot win with this type of recipe of all this money in your forwards, something has to give. And I don't believe one way or another yet, Nick, that, uh, you know, they're, they're at that point where it's like, okay, We'll sign him at any cost, 10, 10 and a half, 11, 11 and a half. Let's just give it to him. I don't think Brad Tree Living's there yet. Hmm. So you went back and talked about this team taking it to the next level. Are you on board with this team? Do you like this team? Do you think they're going to go the distance? Listen, uh, what does the distance mean? Do I think they have got a, a playoff finals. lineup? To, to win four rounds for two months? No, I do not. Do I believe what I believe that before the season started, that they had a chance to win the Atlantic or they had a chance to now put together another 100-point season in the standings? Absolutely. They've got 
some of the best game breakers in the world. And they find a way to show up with the last minutes uh, of a game. Uh, and you cannot sleep on this lineup. Yes, the New York Rangers, New York Islanders this week, you don't sleep on the Leaf lineup. But, yeah. and here's the but, is are they going to be that type of team that could take the Florida Panthers to a seven-game series and win and not get run out of the building? Not sure they have that lineup just yet. Is there a player um, out there right now, speculated upon or whatever, that you think could be an ideal fit for this team um, leading up to the trade deadline? Sorry, Nick. Can you repeat that? Yeah, I was just going to ask, is is there a player out there uh, potentially in the trade market that you think could make a lot of sense for this team? Well, yeah, it's a top four type of D. It's uh, Chris Tanev. It's uh, David Savard in Montreal on the blue line. Uh, With the fact that Klingberg's salary is now off the books at 4.1, those are the type of guys that the Leafs need uh, to add a, a real good layer. I watched Savard last night in Montreal and, you know, big, strong, shutdown type of guy. Not sure Montreal would be ready to give him to the Leafs, but if the Leafs put together a nice package, uh, I, I think it's very doable, uh, especially where Montreal is at this point of their development. So that's that's the only focus here. You know, Bertuzzo was out there. And he went to the Islanders for a seventh rounder, I believe. Mm-hmm. They don't need another guy like that. I think Benoit, uh, Le- Le- Legason, they've done a nice job of filling in. They don't need another sixth, seventh, or eighth depth guy. They need yeah. <laughs> one to four on the depth chart. And I think that's where Brad Tree Living's focusing on. Yeah, and a hard-nosed guy that and guy can play a lot in the playoffs, as you mentioned. Uh, just to wrap, uh, next rewards. Love you to talk about that. Yeah, it's just a an app I developed. Uh, I helped develop with a a couple of guys out of Toronto, and it's a it's a it's an engagement app on live sports. So no different than your betting app. Uh, the the uh, algorithm will feed you questions. Will Mitch Marner score on the power play? And instead of winning money or uh, putting your credit card in, it's strictly on reward points. So you earn enough reward points. We let you go to Tim Hortons, Starbucks, get a cup of coffee. SO will give you a $50 gas card if you earn enough points. But it's completely safe. There are no losers. It's just on on a strict uh, guess correctly and earn points. So if you go to uh, Next Rewards, uh, dot app and you put a promo code in kipper19 i'll give you the first 250 points how's that sounds nice. great sounds fantastic and kipper thank you so much for making some time looking forward to talking maybe close to the de- to the deadline excuse me thanks so much for this all right you guys have a great day thanks for the time thanks kipper. appreciate it there you have it nick kiprios uh, always bringing the heat with some hot takes love that and uh yeah looking forward to seeing what this team does rosie over the next uh you know, March 8th, as we talked about it with Dregs on Wednesday, is coming very, very quickly here. And uh, I think, you know, things have stabilized a bit where the rush is not immediate anymore when it comes to, like, making a trade. And I think a lot of these guys deserve a lot of respect and credit uh, for stepping up. Legison, um, Benoit, they're missing, like, three of their six defensemen, man. Haven't skipped a beat here. They're, they're on a hot streak. 
Yeah. And to Kipper's point, there's no point in going out and getting one of those guys. We've, we've got the guys that can, that can kind of do that and fill that role where that's not where we're depleted. You know, we seem to be pretty, pretty solid in those areas, like those, those lower defensemen, those seven, eights and sixes even. And it's like, we need that stud or two of them or like that top two and three and four guy would be unbelievable to get our hands on two of them without, you know, blowing the thing up. So easier said than done, no question, but it makes you realize like what a position we're in to go try to do that when we've got Klingberg's contract off the books, like imagine just, I mean, that's very unlikely that that happens, that he goes on LTIR to the absolute blue. I know. So to, to get it off the book, I mean, if it wasn't, we'd be sitting here going, how the hell are we going to fix this? Like, is anyone going to take him in his contract? I would say no. So it's almost like this gift given to us where we can go shopping for that piece that we so desperately need. Some good news on uh, social media too. Uh, Luke Fox, just I guess Sheldon Keefe spoke a couple minutes ago, but uh, he said this on Timothy Lilligren. He's getting real close. I didn't expect that. And it's uh, kind of Ooh. unique that Lilligren's been out with a high ankle sprain. Same thing that Joseph Wool has and is uh, recovering from. So that that's excellent news. And again, that would be the second season in a row. The Leafs have sort of weathered the storm with uh, a boatload of injuries on the back end. And it's great to see. Like, I love when guys step up. And on top of that, I think it's it's a great story when guys elevate their roles and their play, and that's why you get these depth guys in the lineup and add them too, right? Yeah, for sure. It's a feather in your cap that you, you yeah. you've got the depth to get it done. I mean, don't don't get it wrong. It's not these guys are going out and winning us the games. The the big boys are stepping up and, sure. and winning the games, and you know these these guys on the back end aren't grinding wins and keeping the puck out of the net. You know we're we're winning seven, four and that type of thing, but that's the way this team's built. And that's what our strength is. So they're all getting it done together, but, but yeah, absolutely. These guys are stepping up and, and proving that, you know, it's pretty easy to be a liability on the back end and every shift you can get peppered and make that mistake and not get the puck going North and be in the wrong spot or lose your guy. And fuck, you can get lit up in a hurry at that position. And these guys are proving that they can handle the load and, and uh, do what's necessary to, you know, get some points and move up the standings. I mean, they've made a push here recently with all their their problems and injuries. And it shows the depth of this team, which is pretty awesome. I won't lie. I thought you were going to leave the interview when Kipper picked Marner over a Willie Nylander. That's not the way you would go. Ah, eh? <laughs> oh, a 200-foot player. No, I know. it's. I mean, we're splitting, we're splitting hairs here with, uh, you know, the type of talent that both of the, those guys are. But, yeah, I don't know. Marner just bothers me with his fancy stuff. And, you know, maybe he does back check and try to get in the spots, you know, but it just comes down to the playoffs for me. Are you willing to go to war, which is necessary in the playoffs? And I just, I question if he has it in in him personally to even accomplish that, to get to that gear. Brought to you by Batano, the 2023 EGR winner for both the best sports book operator of the year and best in play sports operator awards. The game starts now. So, we talked about it a bit earlier on. I think if you're going to bet, sadly, it's, it's on Columbus, although Rosie has laid the juice on the Leafs. Like, I think the proper bet, if you want to bet on the Leafs to win this game, is regulation. The number is going to yeah. be out of hand, but, like, you're getting nothing on the money line. I'm sorry. <laughs> How much do you yeah, put down? Yeah, terrible. Um, I mean, I got zero back, but I just wanted to prove a point. But, uh, yeah, I know. I think you go with player props, first period, that type of thing. Yeah, again, if you want to look at Austin Matthews, the guy's cooking. He's he's on a absolute heater right now, up to 21 goals. I'd look at a Matthews anytime goal. 
I think Marner could have a big game. Like if you want to go crazy with it, Noah Gregor's on the top line. Like maybe you look at a Gregor point or a Gregor goal. I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, and then from the Columbus perspective, we can call it the uh, the Rosie prop bet. Maybe a point from Johnny Goodrow or something. Ah, good luck. Yeah, who knows, man. Uh, <laughs> it's not uh, It's not like he used to play for the Leafs and he's back in town. He's going to stick it up our ass like guys tend to do. It's just a personal, personal problem I have with him. So I don't see that happening. Don't yeah, that's not your guy by any stretch. That's for sure. But uh, I think another guy to look at on Columbus, uh, obviously, would have been Boone Jenner. I believe he's banged up right now. But like they, they got to take advantage, Rosie. That's the final say. I would, I would say on this game in general. Um, and I think Kipper talked about it. You, you, you got to pull up your collar and, and go to work here. I mean, just take it like any other game. It's easier said than done. You can throw all your cliches out out the door. They, they got to find a way to to put their foot down and. And just win this game and move on. Like uh, I, we've seen this episode way too many times. They come off a high against the Rangers, the Islanders played pretty decent. They blanked the Preds, and this tends to be that lull in the schedule. But I, I would love to see a consistent effort tonight. I won't lie. I agree with you, man. That's what we're looking yeah. for. It's not a huge ask to come out and do your thing against the Columbus Blue Jackets. So uh, the expectations are there. I just hope that the expectations aren't uh, in the locker room, that, that that's going to happen automatically because I think they've been caught victim to that thought process before. Very well said. Thank you to everybody in the chat. You guys were fantastic and appreciate all the kind words regarding some of the guests in the show so far this season. We've had a blast bringing this to you a year and a half into this venture. It's been a lot of fun at the Leafs Nation 401. If you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, I don't know what you're waiting for at the Leafs Nation 401 where you can do so. Like, comment, subscribe, do what you got to do. Search Leafs Morning Take wherever you find your podcast as well. We'll pop up. Uh, many thanks to Nick Kiprios. Uh, producer Aaron was fantastic. And Rosie, this is one of your better shows. This is like the Rosie flu game. Now you're always good, buddy. I won't lie. Eh. Well, we're loosening up. We're getting her done, buddy. We're getting uh, we're getting in the zone. It's almost Christmas here. So uh, time's ticking, baby. This is the year. This is we're the on, year. Never heard that in Leafs Nation. We're on the road to 6,000 subs, by the way. We're about 50 away. So if you know somebody who isn't subscribed, um, tell them to subscribe. We're on the road to 6,000, feeling good about life. So that's Jay Rosal. I'm Nick Alberga. Leafs and Jackets tonight. And we'll talk on Friday for a bit of a recap. And don't don't forget, we're going to preview the revenge game. Kyle Dubas, Jason Spets, and company coming back to Toronto on Saturday. We'll chat on Friday. Take care. I hope I got my money from that hot bet I just put down. Thank you for watching Leafs Morning Take. Hit that subscribe button and never miss a show. And for more, visit theleafsnation.com. T-H-E-L-E-A-F-S-N-A-T-I-O-N.com. <laughs> you don't know how to spell the Leafs Nation. You know what I mean? Um, but hey, sometimes you never know.